day 69. There is a new picture on display in the foyer of our National Resource Centre in Toronto. It's the work of an artist based in BC from her Stained Glass series. I like it because of the many different colours and shapes. This could look like a mess, but the centrality of the cross in the painting makes the dissonant shapes harmonise into a whole. This is a bit like InterVarsity in Canada. We work in camps, on university campuses, in high schools and in the workplace. We connect with academics, postgraduates, undergraduates and international students. We are committed to evangelism, discipleship, Christian thinking, global mission and leadership development. We have staff, volunteers, student leaders and supporters of different backgrounds, generations, personalities and gifting. But all the diverse pieces fit together as we are centred on the cross of Christ. What could look like a random assortment makes sense as the great artist brings all the pieces together with a clear focus and purpose. Although this work is done in oil on canvas, it is styled as a coloured glass mosaic. I really like stained glass, and along with sunsets, they are one of the things I photograph most. I am fascinated by the impressionistic forging that takes shards of glass and uses them to tell a story and transform a space. An individual piece of glass that could cut and hurt or lie discarded on the floor, when framed, finds a new place and purpose. Stained glass is a medium that changes with the angle of the light. When the sun shines through the finished window, something magical takes place. I've been privileged to stand in great European cathedrals, and marvel at the way the quality of light is modified through the windows to enhance the atmosphere. The aura of a place like Chartres is inspiring today, but must have been yet more overwhelming in medieval times. In churches and public buildings around the world, closer inspection of the detail of the window often reveals a story. It may be a biblical theme, a coded symbol, a historical reference, a memorial or a celebration. Today I'm thankful to be part of a global fellowship of angular misfits, men and women of different tones and colours, who together bring a quality of illumination much greater than any of us could achieve on our own. As the light shines through us, we tell a story of grace and transform the spaces into which we have been placed. In the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus outlines his kingdom mandate. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colours in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, 
on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Today, I'm also thankful for art and creativity that illuminates and that we can make space for that. The other glass-inspired art that we have made space for in the foyer are a couple of pieces from the Atlantic side of the country. They're made of sea glass, and I picked them up at a craft market in Nova Scotia. Sea glass is the name given to little bits of coloured glass. They are the product of natural weathering, which produces frosted glass, which can be collected and used decoratively in jewellery, or, as in this case, collage. It can take 20 to 50 years for the tidal drift to smooth the edges and refine the shape. It starts its life as fragments of broken glass, which end up in the water, and the tumbling of the shards on the stones and the sand give it its distinctive quality. Glassware that started life as bottles, boys, buoys, as we say in North America, or household items, over time take on a different form and can be repurposed as well as the action of the tide that is a chemical weathering that produces tiny crystals that sparkle in the light and a distinctive C-shaped pattern. That's the recurring letter C, not the ocean C. Neither of these things can be produced artificially and the authentic process cannot be accelerated. Stained glass is made with a particular purpose in mind. The glass is cut to fit with the design, vitreous paint applied to achieve the desired colour, and then fused in a kiln. Sea glass is the result of an accident and achieves its form over time. In both cases glass is broken, but the process whereby it becomes art is very different. Paul talks to the Corinthians about a process of transformation that is worked by the Lord over time. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. This change from glory to glory is worked by the Holy Spirit through our brokenness, which sees our rough edges being gently dealt with and are being brought into new relationship with others. Peter uses the imagery of stone, but it could just as easily be applied to glass. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Just as God took what had been rejected and regarded as worthless to become the cornerstone, 
so we who are also disregarded are chosen. We are precious and repurposed, not just as a piece of art, but as a spiritual house. On wooden bench, the glass lies ready, soon stained and fixed, hot work and heavy, leaded and cemented, finally raised in place, illuminating space. On sandy beach, more glass is ready, ground down by time, cool work and light, tumbled and salted, precious but hidden, waiting the artist's hand and resurrection. So my encouragement from both these pieces of art is that brokenness in the hands of an artist finds new purpose, sometimes through sudden heat, other times through washing and weathering over time. But it is not just that fractures heal, but that beauty is created, and especially in the light of the sun, make quite the impression.